0: <laughs> oh. oh, shit. You guys don't even know how hard it is to record these intros to every episode. Um, Hi, everybody. Welcome to the third episode of the second season of the Anhedonic Headphones Podcast 2, Electric Boogaloo. There are so many numbers in there, and I am so sorry about all of that. Uh, my name is Kevin Crine. I am the host of this podcast, the most illustrious podcast uh, in the Midwest. It is an extension of the award-winning music website, Anhedonic Headphones. Uh, Check that out if you haven't already. Uh, If this is the first episode you're listening to of this podcast, welcome. If this is not, uh, welcome back. Thank you for being a return listener. Uh, Second season... There are six episodes, a little shorter than the first season. First season, uh, in case you missed it, it lives on forever uh, in the Google Play podcast area as well as in Apple Podcasts. There are nine episodes. You can check it out. Um, The conceit of this podcast was that I interviewed my coworkers about music that they enjoyed or that was important to them throughout their life. Second season, a little different, branching out in a couple places, and I'm interviewing people who are not my co-workers, people that are just my friends, um, or in some cases, my spouse. So today's episode is the first one we're going to get into, where I've interviewed somebody who I am not married to or that I work with. Uh, I'm interviewing a dear friend of mine. He, for a while, was my editor, uh, both when I was... A young writer for a publication called the Southern Minnesota Scene Magazine. Uh, I wrote for that for a number of years, and and he was instrumental in in helping me shape my writerly voice. Um, And then for a little over a year, he was my editor for a website called The Next 10 Words, where I would submit things that were longer than 5,000 words, and he would Think he could cut things, but then he really couldn't cut things because every word mattered. So I had a nice conversation about a couple of tunes from his life and the impact that those have had on him. So please welcome to today's episode of the show, my guest, Rich Larson all right so do you need do you need anything else before we start or are you good no i'm good, good to go i'm cool. good all right let's do this thing all right. um rich hi kevin thank you for being a guest on my illustrious podcast thank you for inviting
1: me of course
0: um before we begin You have not listened to any episodes of this podcast, have you? As
2: instructed, I have not.
0: And you know what? That's okay. Because I actually kind of prefer people to come into it. Cold. uh, Especially people that are not my coworkers. Because the first season is all my coworkers. And a lot of them listen to the other episodes to kind of understand what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But with everyone else who is just a friend of mine. Yeah. uh, Outside of the work environment, it's been interesting to get them to come into it completely not unprepared but like unaware of what was going to happen or how it works.
2: Can I tell you that I am feeling completely unprepared? That's fine. No, because you <laughs> told me to send you this list of songs and I just picked, you know, five like songs that like at the moment I could not live without.
0: Yeah. But that was also like a month ago when you sent me that list. And like
2: 2 days later or 2 days ago uh-huh. I realized uh oh, I have to actually talk about these songs. <laughs>
0: Yo, so like a friend, my friend Sarah did one and she brought like fucking visual aids. She had like, (laughs) she had like a tote bag, like a tote bag full of stuff and she plunked down and during the thing she starts pulling out books to read passages from. Oh, wow. And all kinds of stuff and nobody else has been that prepared and like, I'm not even that prepared, wow. and this is my fucking thing. Well, like, I am never ready. The one that I did where Wendy interviewed me about oh, my yeah. songs, I, I just had 10 songs written out on a piece of cardboard, yeah. and she had not listened to any of them and didn't even want to know what they were in advance, wow. and we just went for it. I talked wow. for like two hours.
2: and I'm sure that's a compelling podcast. Too.
0: People really like that one because we have a good rapport with one another. Um, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> she is the more charming of the two of us and she's wonderful um, we love one shout out to wendy uh <laughs> wendy you're awesome i miss you i wish you were here um she's she came through at the end of jo- george's podcast she came back home and she mm-hmm. said hello excellent and then i the f- First episode of this season is me interviewing her Perfect. about her songs. Perfect. Yeah. So, Can't um wait to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. This is going to be like, this is like a wild bunch of people. It's very diverse, but there are some like the Venn diagram of overlaps mm-hmm. is interesting mm-hmm. with people's taste in music. Yeah. yeah, yeah really? Yeah, yeah. 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 This is so what, what, um, since you haven't listened, Before we get into any kind of like, how do I know you and why are you in my home with these five songs? The podcast initially started out as I'm interviewing people I work with about music that is important to them or music that they like or if they have memories associated with things or stories to tell. And I learned a hell of a lot about my coworkers. I learned that some of them don't listen to albums. They just listen to songs. Mm -hmm. Some of them were like mortified at the the idea of talking to me. And it took months and months and months and months and months to break them down slowly. And and it, it helped. It helped when they listened to the first season and they were like, Oh, this won't be so bad. Right. Um But so yeah, I just I learned an awful lot about people and their tastes and where there's overlap between people and where there are things that were unexpected. And then when people listened to mine, they were all very like surprised at how much I like Phil Collins. Right. You and I have known each other for a number of years. Yeah. And I was trying to think about how long we have known each other. It's probably been 10 years. Oh, roughly 10 years. Yeah. Because you watched my band get banned from the Contented Cow, which I, is where you used to work. I was there that night. And then we became friends through a group of friends having a quiz night. Yes. Yes, and then we worked together.
2: We were colleagues in print journalism. Together. We
0: were colleagues uh, together at a place that shall not be named <laughs> for a number of years. And I'm not bitter. I promise. If you want to make this thing at all just like hot take city about yeah. <laughs> fucking the Northfield News, I am all for it. I'm all for talking I, shit.
2: I well, I you and I are bitter about different things. However, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think maybe it's just best to sort of leave it alone.
0: That's fine. Yeah um but you were also my editor and even I was. though i am operating without an editor right now and a lot of my long read personal essays it really shows <laughs> the last thing that i wrote for myself um, that was just like a personal essay and not a music review for the site was about a weird prom tra- tradition at my high school okay then it turned out to be, that was the conceit. It was, I'm going to write about this. But then it turned into being also about growing up Catholic in a small rural Illinois town and how terrible I am at maintaining friendships with people I went to high school with. Wow. And it also is about this uh, song by my friend, Joe Goodkind. Shout out to Joe um, about friends that he has stayed in touch with since high school. And it's like, it's really long. Yeah. And yeah, my wife read it and she was like who this buckled under its own ambition a couple of times <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yo yeah i know uh, i'm out here without a safety net but uh, yeah, i'm really out here yeah. and she was like no it's you lost me by the end I and i'm I, like I,
2: oh. I, I, yeah my favorite my favorite uh one of my favorite stories about you was the day i told you you had to keep your uh, your columns to somewhere between 400 and 500 words <laughs> And, and The look on your face was like I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this. No,
0: <laughs> but for real, like my my verbose um, nature mm-hmm. is like it's a thing in the workplace now, and like my both of my bosses give me shit all the time. Like, and they're like, "And how many footnotes is this gonna have, Kevin?" Right. And I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> like the I feel the best. I feel attacked, but also you have a very valid point." <laughs> <laughs> the footnotes for the,
2: they're, they're, they're like your brand, the yeah, the brand yeah the brand is strong the brand is strong with exactly. the footnotes
0: so uh, you uh, bless your heart you have picked five songs god bless that, me that you um, one of them is relatively new I guess I mean not relatively new but new in the sense of the other four songs are older yes yes and so let's start, Just we're going to just walk through these and you tell me why you picked them or how you came into this song in your life mm-hmm. and, um, and we go from there. That's how it works. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. just chatting, chatting about tunes.
3: We were born before the wind Also so younger than the sun Yeah, the bonnie boat was one as we sail into the mystic. Oh, I can now hear the sailors cry, smell the sea and feel the sky. Let your soul and spirit fly into the mystic. When that foghorn blows, I will be coming home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the foghorn blows, I want to hear it. I don't have the fear that I want to rock your gypsy soul like way back in the days of old how magnificently we will fold into the
0: mystic van morrison mm-hmm. into the mystic mm-hmm. um what what's what's up with van van the man uh uh it's for my wife Okay. <laughs> no. Shout out to Annie. <laughs> this, is, uh,
2: this is our song. Oh,
0: for real? That's so fucking sweet. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah no, no. I, I and and it's a song I've you know loved forever.
0: Did you all did you all dance to this at your wedding?
2: Well, the thing about it is that we didn't um, really have music at our wedding reception what? because you what? know the um, there was um, um, the wedding was thrown together rather hastily. <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> <laughs> you take
0: like a big old gulp. You're like adjusting your
1: collar nervously. Yo, yeah. And,
2: and um, uh, the reception, actually the, the reception was fantastic. It was in my uh, uh, Annie's grandmother's backyard okay. at her house. I, in I was Park. worried you were going to say basement. And I yeah. was like, yo. No, no. Yo. And, and, and the backyard was like huge. It was like an acre. It oh, was wow. just wow. enormous. So like people were playing um uh, croquet. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, what the and podcast uh, people can see is you waving your hands, right? Around exactly. trying to Indicate <laughs> which which lawn game people yeah. <laughs> are playing. I was gonna say I was why didn't say polo? I wasn't correct. Quite <laughs> right. Say cricket. So. <laughs>
0: Y'all playing cricket?
2: and and you know there were tables, and they, it was it was great, but there was no like sound system sound BJ, system there okay. was no first dance, there was none of that oh. stuff oh, okay and actually the uh the the footnote to that is that uh <laughs> <laughs> gotcha <laughs> we went to see Bob dylan that night, oh yeah yeah we we'll but we'll get to that yeah, we will get to that get to that um all right, anyway, but um you know, Annie and I had been dating for a while and 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 i don't know i don't know how it became our song we just sort of had to agree to it and we just we, we don't have a song we should have a song and and End of the mystic i was i into the mystic was on on the stereo when i proposed to her
1: oh
0: that's such a touching
2: story oh yeah um and i i would like to say that i proposed to her before we had to hastily throw the wedding together just so
0: everyone's mildly clear on this uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I love that you're alluding to so much, but all, But she was also pregnant. Not- what
2: else am I gonna? <laughs> oh. oh. Yo, and, it, and it's yo, so funny to yo, talk about it now, yo. like in today. We got married in 1992.
0: No right? one was woke in and 1992. We, at
2: least of all my parents. And, <laughs> <laughs> and today, it's 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 really a quaint story to talk about the fact that. That oh, you know she it's it's almost a, uh, it's still a little well back in then those days it wasn't quite shameful, but
0: it was somewhat shameful, I mean it's was a and a, it's not a, anymore a, a delicate subject, and but,
2: it's less know. of a delicate subject now, yeah, exactly, now it's just you know we gotta jump on things,
0: yeah, so you know, people might not even get married exactly. and they, could just and they
3: be have, partners. you don't have to you don't have to be no. married to have a baby, yeah, and then far was. Fall. Fall. I gotta hear it, I don't have to fear it And I want to rock your gypsy soul, Just like way back in the days of old And together we will float into the misty
1: So do do you? I mean, like, I don't
0: know a ton. Like, I mean, I know about Van Morrison, but I don't like listen to a lot of Van Morrison. I find the uh, subtle misogyny of "Brown Eyed Girl" to be problematic in today's woke society. And I I hear like every morning at work, and I'm like, this is not good. (laughs) But like, "Into the Mystic" is a pretty sweet song. Well, it's it's a it's
2: it's a hugely romantic song, right? And it's, I mean, the lyrics don't make a whole lot of sense. We were born before the wind, also younger than the sun... You, you know, know, did you did you ever, now hear the sailors cry? Did you
0: ever listen to David Gray? Did you follow I, David Gray? Uh, yes, because he yes. references this at the it, end, end of, of "Say Hello, Wave Goodbye." R- white yeah. Ladders, what a great album! I know. What I'm glad that we can talk album. about this because yes. uh, I have always loved that album. Yeah, and sometimes I think about like, man, he kind of fell off.
2: He kind of did. Like that was definitely where he peaked, and that was when I first heard of him. Was, was exactly because
0: because yeah. uh, uh, Babylon would get played on VH1 all the time. Well,
2: actually, I I I don't. It was Annie, so it said you got to hear the song, and and oh and, yeah yeah yeah. But it w- it would get played on VH1 quite a bit, and I was a VH1 guy back in those days. So <laughs> I miss VH1. I miss MTV when they played music. Yeah, we're, yeah.
0: You, we're clearly aging ourselves here. I mean, you are slightly older than me, <laughs> but we are. Of a different generation uh, that had access to things like that on cable television. I believe it, one
2: would say that you and I are of, of different generations. Almost, I mean, or like like the we're, yeah, we're yeah, on yeah. we're on different
0: sides yeah, of the yeah, split. Yeah, yeah, you know? you're, uh, I'm fifty. Well, you you are fourteen years older than me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're such a baby. Am I? Um, Tell that to the gray hair in my beard. You
2: you're you're, you're you're an old soul. <laughs> but <laughs> I would never call myself that.
0: Um, is there anything else you want to say about uh, into the mystic? I just love it. It's, okay. it's it,
2: you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's great, you know, and it's, it's the, the visual imagery in that song is just wonderful. It's, you know, you're, you're, you're not walking into the mystic. You're not driving. Yeah. It, you're yeah. sailing yeah. into the mystic. Do you
0: it's, like astral weeks?
2: I love the album.
1: Okay, yes, because I like
0: I was just reading up on this super quick bef- this morning, and I mean this album like saved his career. Moon Dance Be- did, or Ast- yeah. Astro Weeks? No, Astro Weeks almost killed his career because uh, people weren't so ready. Funny. People weren't ready for it. Yeah, they weren't. And then this saved his career. Moon it, it, and, and it's so funny because Moon Dance is
2: every almost every bit as good as Astro Weeks, and it's a very very different album. It's yeah, much, it's certainly much more commercial. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you got to yes. sell out. But, he did, but did he?
2: Because it's know. the quality is so high on that album. And no. Moondance, I will say this. Moondance, actually, of uh, the song,
0: mm-hmm. kind of bugs me. I'm not a huge <laughs> huge fan of that one. Yeah. The next one yeah. that you have picked, and this is where the overlap starts, because Leona, who you yeah. know, yes. um, my co-worker Leona, she yes. was a guest on the first season, very early in the first season. Excellent. And she also picked this song.
2: I am thrilled to hear that.
0: And then my boss, Paige, uh, she, her first draft of her list of songs was just 10 Joni Mitchell songs. Right. And then she started whittling it down. Yeah. And it was only one Joni Mitchell song yeah. by the end, but it wasn't this one. But the, the this is like where the overlap is fascinating to me, that people from different pockets of my life will pick the same artist, yeah. even, or the, in yeah. this case, the same song. So yeah. you have picked A, a case, case of, of you. you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Actually, I, I was just talking about this on my radio show the other day.
0: Oh, hey, shout out. To, we should give some illustrious oh, okay. um, plugs here before we get into this because you, uh, well, let's not talk about the website. Okay. No, 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 <laughs> let's not. <laughs> Although I do
2: wear the hat. I was like, but, you wore yeah. the hat. So product yeah. placement, yeah. next 10 words, yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> former home of some of my some of your best, best work.
2: work. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, And very
2: verbose too, by the way. There were no limits on what you did in the. No, there were.
0: You told me five thousand words, and I, I scoffed, and I was like, "We'll see about that." And then you were like, "I "I can't cut any of this." You
1: wore me down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. But so you host a program. I do. I do. On KYMN Radio. It's 95.1. The one. On the FM dial, 1080. Yep. Uh, on, on the AM, AM dial. dial. They're on both now.
2: KYMNradio.org. Dot dot oh, it's dot .org? I thought it was Or dot is it .net? No, it's .net. It's, like they it's dot .net. An, they are not an it's organization, dot net. my friend. It's KYMNradio.net. <laughs> it's like I worked there for a number of yeah. years. Yes, you yeah. did. Yes, you did. So what
0: is your show called? The
2: Weekly List.
0: Yeah. And what night is it on? Thursday
2: nights at 7 if it's not baseball season.
0: Uh, <laughs> now you know how I felt for so many years it, when that shit was preempted my ass every I, day.
2: Well, I love the twins too, and I, I mean I, I don't mind being preempted by the twins, but at the same time, I feel like I'm doing good work and no one can hear it. Yeah, you know? no, I totally, yeah, agree. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But so you, um, you do the show, yep, and you can. Is it like available to download like past episodes on? The radio. I will website. cautiously
2: tell you yes, because there's some issues with the uh, the ooh, website from time ooh, to time. Ooh. But okay. yes, it's okay. on there. You have to actually go. I I don't have a page. I haven't earned a page yet on the uh, it's on the okay. website. They
0: deleted all traces of me once uh, I was done there. So it makes okay. me very sad. No, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, if I were them, I would do right. that too. But,
2: but so, the week the weekly list is you know, I I I, uh, I find something topical uh-huh, to the week. Uh-huh. It'd be an anniversary or a birthday or something in the news or whatever, and then I play 10 to 12 songs sort of related to that. The example I use, and I've never done this, and I don't know if I ever would, but if it was the anniversary of Psycho, I would go play a bunch of shower songs. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: thought you were just going to be like, I'm just going to play that score from front to back.
2: (laughs) This week, the theme is you don't think you like country music, but you really do.
0: You know, there are some bops in I'm, country music.
2: I'm not, uh, you're not, you're not kidding. What What are your thoughts on, on Lil Nas X?
0: Love Lil Nas X. Right, um, right. I love, you know, it's been a hard year for people who say they like everything but country and rap. Right, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Number
2: one song of the year.
0: I, some dude I work with in the kitchen said, he's, he's like, oh, I like everything but country and rap. And I'm like, how do you feel about Old Town Road, my guy? <laughs> I love that song. Um. Yo, I he you don't really fuck with Twitter, but like he is so funny on Twitter. Is like, he really? He's one of the funniest people on Twitter. He has a really good sense of humor. Awesome! Yeah. I'm gonna have to go find him. I, I I've started lurking on Twitter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yes. that's, so yeah, that's, that's okay. It's taken
2: me 20 years to get there, but here I
0: am. I love a lot of my coworkers. I can always tell when they're on Twitter because they all have it on dark mode on their phone. Right. And I see them right. in the break room scrolling right. through. And I'm like, yo, you fire off a lot of hot tweets. And they're like, no, I just lurk. Right. I'm like, okay. Right. I'm the only right. one who's out here like, yo,
1: this <laughs> happened. <laughs>
2: that's how I feel about Facebook. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, but you picked Jody Mitchell. Yeah. A case of you. A case of you. And this is um, this is a great song covered by myriad people. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about one specific actually two specific covers, but okay. let's talk up let's just talk about why you picked this one
2: first. It, it really amazes me that people are able to cover this song because to me, I think this is one of Joni's most personal songs. Yeah, Like, like, yeah, like she yeah. just cuts open a vein, yeah, and yeah bears yeah. it all. It songs about Leonard Cohen. Um for me. I really, I almost arbitrarily picked this song um, because, no, no, because it could have been hard, just about any song on Blue. I could have been on just about any Joni Mitchell song. I love Joni Mitchell. Okay.
0: And it's... Um, let me tell you about the time it was like Joni Mitchell's birthday or some shit last year, yeah. and I, I, Leona was like, "Do you like Joni Mitchell?" And I had this moment where I was like, "I don't really know much, like I don't really listen to her a lot." And be it was her and my other two bosses, all both women. It was a r- <laughs> three women staring at me <laughs> like I'd done fucked up, like I, like I was about to get canceled, and I was like, "Yo,
2: I did, well, yo." Joni, if 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 I uh, were to pick uh, the Mount Rushmore of music I get five faces by the way <laughs> Joni Joni's the one right in the middle okay um
4: devils and your deeds and she said go to him stay with him if you can but be prepared to bleed oh but you are in my blood you're my holy wine you're so bitter, bitter and so sweet oh I could drink
2: What I was gonna say is, I was yeah. talking about this on my radio show yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get to Joni until my musical taste had become sophisticated enough to appreciate appreciate her because she, you know, she starts off as the in the early part of her career, she's the the sensitive girl in the beret with the acoustic guitar. Yes, and she uh, grows from there to you know righteous woman and then she takes this hard left into jazz yeah and just shows the whole world that you know what i am a mighty songwriter and i understand music of all different kinds yeah and then the 80s she was just pretty well doing whatever the hell she wanted but she made some really good albums and you know somewhere into the mid 90s or so she kind of retired okay and and she just her body of work is um there's there's no one genre you can you can pin it to. There's no, uh, but it's all this just amazingly top quality work because she's an incredible songwriter.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, the only, truthfully, I say and I say this when we people talk about Joni Mitchell, this song goes hard, but also the orchestral version of, um, both sides now. Yeah. It's used in love, actually, in a very important moment in the film. And she did not have to go that hard with that version of that song, but she
1: did.
2: Well, I mean, it's such a... If you know the original version of the song, when she was the sweet-voiced young woman, right? And then... Uh, this is really at the end of her musical yeah, career, yeah. where you know the cigarettes have taken the toll. Yeah, on age. It's, it's very. Born. Her voice is very. Her low, voice yeah. has dropped about yeah. three octaves, yeah. and it's uh, it's astonishing. Yeah, it, the 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 just in the contrast, it's yeah. just it will shake you. Yeah, and it, it the it the um, where where the original is very uh, romantic and and almost um, idealistic, this one. Is deep and cynical. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, just, it's
0: yeah. amazing. So, a case of you. Are you familiar with the Tori Amos cover version of I'm this? Not okay. It's really good. Yeah, I bet it is. Um. Also, are you familiar with the James Blake cover of this? No. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Are you familiar with the Prince cover? Yes. Okay. Yes. The James Blake cover is great, only because it has this really. Uh, haunting video. Really? So, do you listen, gonna... Do you know who James Blake is? No. Okay, he's this British guy. He has been around for maybe nine years. He makes, okay. like, moody, electronic, ballady stuff. He mm-hmm. has, like, a really dynamic voice. He pals around with Justin Vernon on occasion. Okay,
2: so he's one of those guys. He's one of those uh, Bon Iver guys. Or is he? He's not in Bon Iver. But he's, like, well, yeah, but Justin Vernon has, like, a...
0: Stable of a,
2: not a, even a stable, there's, the, there's this like cloud of people. I mean, around they him. did
0: a project together, and he, I mean, James Blake has done stuff with Beyonce, and like he turns up in places where you would not expect like this pasty British hmm. uh, sad sack to show up. But I do feel like I've heard of him. He he put out this EP a couple of years ago, and when I say a couple of years ago, probably like 2011. Okay, yeah. um, and it's got this really loose. Kind of ramshackle cover of a case of you on it, Mm. and the video just like stopped me in my tracks. Right. So if you get on the YouTube, when
2: when when we're
0: done here, when I'm home in the safety
2: of my living room, I am gonna go watch this.
3: Smell like an ashtray, morning bells are ringing in your ear. He's a brother on a church kick, seems like just a different kind of dope set. Better off to teach a dog a car trick, and try to have No, compared to people on a global scale, our kind has had it relatively easy. Here with you, there's always something to look forward to. My angry heart beats
1: relatively easy.
0: Alright, right, Um, the next thing that you have here is Jason Isbell. Yes, former member of Drive By Truckers. Drive By Truckers, yep. and you know I have never gotten into them mm-hmm. or his solo work. Mm. I know people really like him. Yeah. Um. So tell me about relatively easy. J- <laughs> Jason, oh boy, <laughs> J- Jason Isbell. Um, How did you come in? How did you? I mean, because you're like a alt-country, folky kind of guy. very
2: much an alt-country, folky kind of guy. And um, how did I? This is a little bit of a long, involved story. That's fine. That's Um, what the podcast is for. A number of years ago, um, I went to see Sunvolt play at First Avenue. Uh Uh-huh
0: and uh this would have been a number of years ago. Though. And I
2: I've never been a huge uh, huge drive by truckers fan not that it, because I don't like their music but just because I have never really taken the time to sit down and immerse myself in drive
0: by truckers. Sometimes music is hard. Sometimes it is. To really immerse yourself. Well, it's
2: it it's vast. There's a lot out there, man. You know. You can't listen to everything. There's just not enough time in the day.
0: But but I I I'm glad I someone else feels like the cross that I'm always bearing. <laughs> We're trying. People man. are always like, "Yo, you hear this?" And I'm like, "Who? I got records that I ain't even listened to. Right, yet. Like, right. how can I make time for this other stuff? Don't,
2: don't, don't shove this Taylor Swift thing. I mean, I still got Miles Davis to listen to, man. <laughs> I mean, I, you know. Anyway,
0: it's like comparing apples to a fruit that nobody has ever heard of. It's like before. comparing a- yeah. apples to brick. Yes. <laughs> so, but uh, was. Drive By Truckers. I'm going to guess the story and said that they were opening. Well, no, no, actually Jason Isbell was opening. Okay,
2: and and I knew, like I knew of Drive By Truckers. I knew of Jason Isbell in Drive By Truckers, and um, this was how I found out he had left the band.
1: Okay, like just
2: oh my oh there's Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Um, he was a very different person than he was a few years later when he made the album Southeastern, from which we're okay, okay. Uh, my boy got sober.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's all cleaned up now, right? Yeah. He had some issues. And yeah. it's I mean he was
2: he was always a really you know a really good songwriter, but he cleaned himself up, he realized some things, and man, that's when things happen. Things just okay. took off okay. for
1: him. Watch that lucky man
3: walk to work again, he may not have a friend left in the world. See him walking up sleep alone I step into a shop to buy a postcard for a girl. I broke the law, boys, shooting out the windows of my loft, boys. When they picked me up, I made a big noise, everything to blame except mine. I should say I keep your picture with me every day The evenings now are relatively easy Here with you there's always something to look forward to My lonely heart beats relatively easy My lonely heart beats relatively easy
2: So, relatively easy. I'm just going to tell you. Okay. I, you know, I'm a person who suffers. Not suffers. That's not even the right word. Who deals with. You're living with depression. Depression and anxiety and all that stuff, right?
0: That's what the... Po- this is... You know, we get real on the podcast sometimes. Yeah. My podcast was super real. Yeah. Because I picked some sad white person music, and I'm, I had to elaborate. And George's podcast also, we get into some... He keeps talking. He's like, therapy, bro. Yeah. Therapy. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 We are really yeah. out here. Yeah. Men have feelings. Right. We're in our feelings. Well, I
2: absolutely picked sad old white man music. That's you know, fine. Sure. That's fine. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um... Um, and, and, and and this song, Relatively Easy, um, spoke to me like nothing I had ever heard before. I, I should say, I mean, I, I knew about Jason Isabel. He put this, this album out and it was like everywhere. Everything I was reading was You Gotta Hear Southeastern. And a few of my friends were like... When is this from? 2013, okay. I want to okay. say. Okay. Um, and people were, were pulling different songs out and and and, and telling you, you gotta go listen to this, gotta listen to this. And I finally um just sat down and listened to the album and this song was the one it's the last song in the album that's one that just you know grabbed me and shook me up and pushed me against the wall there's a line in there about um a friend of his who committed suicide and and it's the first time i'd ever heard the word clonopin <laughs> in, in, in a song, like the whole song turns on on that word, and it's it's the it just it whooped me upside the head like wow. two by four. This song is about keep on keeping on keeping on when things just bottom the fuck out, right? And it's just you got you have you have screwed up everything in your life. You have you're in jail. You're sitting in a in a in a in a prison cell, and all you got is maybe a picture of a girl. Yeah. You know? And it's it's just you gotta find something to keep going. And that's
0: what that song's okay. about. All right. That's real, man. That's real. We should have maybe done that one last. Well, maybe. <laughs> it, it,
2: no, I, I, I like I like where we have the last song, so it's it's all good. I yeah, you know, for I will also say if Jason Isbell these days is the best songwriter under the age of 50 working today oh wow he's it wow he's it.
0: okay that's a bold statement
2: um, i'll 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 reinforce is it. that the
0: hill you're gonna die on not that this is like a hot I'm take planting or my flag okay <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right um so we got two more yeah you know you you could have picked more than five by the way i don't know if i told you it had to you be five you didn't tell me
2: that you, I, you told me it had to be five
0: Everyone uh, everyone else this season has been, like, mad greedy with the picks. And I think George had more than 10. Oh, well, But here's he, th- we also talked for, like, two and a half hours. Right. <laughs> it's going to be the longest fucking podcast. Well,
2: and, and as you are wont to, you know, you go on and on forever, because well, at oh, least yeah, when you write. Yeah. But,
0: like... <laughs> There's going to be I, fucking like footnote podcasts about something specific in a different episode of the podcast. <laughs> how self-aware <laughs> and terrible, how terrible would that be? Oh, it's so God. obnoxious and but, self-aggrandizing.
2: But one of the things I have learned doing this radio show is yeah. I've got 57 minutes to work with, and when, and I generally go... A solid over. twenty minutes over that, yeah. Jeff. Jeff, God bless you, Jeff Johnson. Shout and out Terry to Jeff Knight. Johnson.
0: He took a chance on me. And Terry Knight, ago. I love yeah. them both. They're
2: yeah. they're wonderful people. Um, I'm like, I'm trying so hard to uh, keep things in parameters.
0: I understand. And working so. in radio, it's, I mean, this is just, it takes as long as it takes. The podcast is two right. hours. It's two right. hours. I don't really give a shit if people get antsy.
2: I'm just trying to be respectful of your listeners' time. And I'm
0: not. I don't give a fuck <laughs> the people who listen to this. And I think they should. They probably have figured that out already. Right. Um, right. No, I get it from when I did a a daily show. It had to be 55 minutes. Yeah. Because I had to account for the three-minute newscast yeah. that started yeah. at three, right? And then, and there were you then know, there were commercials, commercials, and then I had a couple commercial breaks, That's good. and then I had to um, I had to piece out like two minutes before, right. um, so at the top of the hour. So I was really working with like right. real strict right. parameters. So I get, I get it, I yes. understand. <laughs>
5: Put up on the docks at night for the green, it was best. And she turned around to look at me as I was walking away. I heard her say, Over my shoulder.
0: You picked some Bob Dylan, which is unsurprising. I, yeah, yeah. I, I will say that I'm surprised that you did not pick anything by the Beatles. I, I, <laughs> I did kind of a double take when I read your list because I was like, you know, because you, I, I think you get, I don't know if you get miffed that I don't really fuck with the Beatles, but but I was just anticipating it. Sure. but Well,
2: I, I, <laughs> this is not, the well, actually it is the forum for us to have the great grand to Beatles Beatles debate the Beatles. Beatles debate the da Grand Be- Beatles. <laughs> <Da> Beatles debate <laughs> the Grand Beatles debate. You don't like the Beatles, not really,
0: and you don't like Radiohead, so it's okay. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you told me that OK Computer was the most overrated album of the, the last twenty-five most years. Most
2: overrated album ever.
0: In the history of music?
2: Well, you know. Yo. That okay, is... in my context, yes. I was like, yo, you're
0: yeah. really out here. Yeah, there's Weiland, Wy- and then there's Weiland, Wylan. Well, you know, you know, planting a flag again. <laughs> That's...
2: Come at me. <laughs>
0: you're like, don't fucking at me, bro. <laughs> um, but so you picked Bob Dylan yes. because you, you really like Bob Dylan. Mm. Is he your favorite songwriter of all time? Well,
2: this is my favorite song of all time.
0: Tangled Up in Blue?
2: Tangled Up in Blue. Okay. Um, How is, did you
0: feel when Hootie and the Blowfish uh, name checked this? You know
2: what? Super. It's super funny because I, I heard it. I was, what, 25 and, and in a really crappy place in my life? And,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is great. <laughs> did you go see Hootie at the state fair? No, okay. I wanted
2: to, but my wife wouldn't let me. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to protect my integrity.
0: How does that? How does that happen? Like, how are you? Like, hey, I'm going to go do this thing, and she's like, "No, you're not." Oh well, if had I had I
2: said I'm going to see Hootie and the Blowfish, she would have had nothing to say about it. But it was, "Will you go see Hootie and the Blowfish and she with was like, me?" she, shit. "Are you kidding me?" No. Oh, okay, that's yeah. too bad. So
0: my one of my coworkers had gone and was like, could hear them from like where he was yeah. at the fair, and he said it was not hidden.
2: Yeah. I saw I I I uh I, I worked for a couple of years up at Wefest. <laughs> right? I know. I remember yes, that. Yes, yes. And Darius Rucker yeah, played at Wefest when you a black saw, person in country music before yeah. Lil Nas X.
0: blazing. He Darius Rucker walked so that Lil Nas X could run.
2: Um let me tell you about a man named Charlie Pride. <laughs> okay. And we'll, we'll 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 talk about that later. But God bless Darius Rucker. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, you know, I enjoy. It. I, I, I like Hootie. Hootie's fine. I would have liked to have gone to see Hootie and the Bullish Fish. I, I, whatever. Anyway, let
0: so tangled up in blue.
1: Tangled Bob Dylan. Blue.
2: Yeah, it, it. This is this is my my favorite song. I first heard this song when I was probably. Sixteen, I got okay. it. I got the uh, the Bob Dylan biograph uh, box set for for Christmas one year. Oh wow! And "Tangled Up in Blue" was was on it. Okay, and that was the first time I heard that song, and it like was just taken immediately with the, again the visual imagery, and I just always thought it was a really just cool song. And and the more I listened to it, I mean, there's this there's this sense of yearning and wanting in this song, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's it's this life is hard and just, that's just how, how it goes yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. And sort of finding the balance between the two, this actually became a little bit of a blueprint uh, for me to sort of live my life 16, 17, 18. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. okay. And then as I've gotten older, um, I've come to appreciate the song as an epic poem. That is kind of how it's structured. The song is Beowulf. The song. Is, <laughs> the song is the Odyssey. It is it is it is to rock and roll what Beowulf and the Odyssey and and the Iliad are to literature. Wow! And in fact, it's a I have bold, said- bold bold statement. I have said a lot of hot takes. I have said for many years, and I stand by this again. planting another flag. Uh, there are two peaks in Western literature. You've heard me say this before. I don't know. Have I? Hamlet. Uh huh. Tangled up in blue. That's something to think
0: about. Come at me. <laughs>
5: you i thought you'd never say hello she said you look like a silent day and she opened up a book of poems and handed it to me written by an italian poet from the 13th century and every one of them words rang true and glowed like burning coal pouring off of every page like it was written in my soul but me to you music in the cafes at night and revolution in the air Then he started into dealing with slaves and something inside of him died. She had to sell everything she owned and froze up inside And when it finally the bottom fell out I became withdrawn The only thing I knew how to do was to keep on keeping on to her somehow All the people we used to know They're an illusion to me now Some are mathematicians, Some are carpenters' wives Don't know how it all got started I don't know what they do with their lives But me, I'm still on the road Ahead for another joint We always did feel the same We just saw it from a different point
0: That Jacob Dylan is the more influential of the Dylans. No. Okay. Under no circumstances. I am just fucking with you. You know that that's an onion article, right? No, I didn't. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. I did see. It's just some wild shit that I'd like to talk about all the time with people when they talk about Bob Dylan. I'm like, but yo, Jacob Dylan is really out here. Right. <laughs> Jacob Dylan uh, made
2: a movie about. Um, uh, a documentary about the Laurel, the music scene in Laurel Canyon. In the in Laurel Canyon was this neighborhood. Yeah, outside yeah, outside yeah, outside yeah In the late yeah. '60s or mid to late '60s. Yeah. And uh, there's a th- the funniest part of the movie is um, I don't know. Does he try to interview his dad? And his dad shuts the door in his face. Uh, no, but that would have been awesome. I think <laughs> he's I think he's talking to Roger McGuinn, and, and McGuinn says some of the effect. And well, then Dylan showed up, and Jacob just kind of looks at him, and goes, "Which one?" and <laughs> no he, no, he, he, no he plays it for effect it's no. beautiful it's beautiful Yo. i mean but gwen starts laughing and says oh sorry we, we do have to differentiate you oh, but wow. it's, it's it's a funny wow. movie it's a funny wow. moment in the movie that's wild yeah.
1: yeah
0: um anything else you want to say about tangled up
2: it is through? from not only is it my favorite song it's off my favorite album okay blood on the tracks blood on the tracks oh, it was good. recorded in minneapolis oh shout out to kevin odegaard who played uh played guitar in that uh song and is a treasured facebook friend of mine oh wow and uh, illustrious connections yeah well i don't, he doesn't really know who the hell i am but that's, that's okay.
1: okay that's okay <laughs> i have a couple of those too actually. we've been
2: talking on facebook lately about glenn campbell though. it's really interesting okay. yeah. all right and that's that
0: um, last one. Yeah. A Man After My Own Heart. Mm. Do you ever play this song when you're driving in the car just to feel something again? Oh, my God, yes. Okay. I'm
1: glad it's not just me. Oh, my
0: God, yes. <laughs> so, um, I don't know at what point I realized that you were a Phil Collins fan, and I don't know at what point... I don't know how we came about. This. You realized I was a Phil Collins fan, but that was where that
2: was where our friendship really, really, really became yeah, yeah anchored. Because um, yes.
0: I I ride hard for Phil Collins. Yeah. I always have. So have I. And um, I was really sad that you did not go to see him I at was, the Target Center last fall. But you brought me. I gave you a coffee mug. A coffee cup which, from which I still
2: drink every morning, and and more in the moment that I didn't.
0: Go to see Phil Collins because um, the merch table was full of treasures. Oh, I'm As I sure. was waiting in line for shirts, I'm I was sure. like, oh, "I got to get Richard Mug." Yeah. Um, you're so sweet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I want to say you want you want people to think that you are this like closed off, like like don't fuck with me, human <laughs> being. You are one of the biggest hearted people I have ever known. Oh, Kevin don't make Crane. it hot! Don't make it hot! Don't make it hot! <laughs>
1: a friend of mine, a friend of
0: mine, once said that he always like going to concerts with me because he was never worried about anybody fucking with us because I looked like the kind of person who would get into a fight and not care what happened. <laughs> and I was like, I guess. But then you're like, oh, you got a big heart, my guy. You gave me a coffee mug from a Phil Collins concert. So it's just like a drastic juxtaposition of you my are, personality. You, you so are, You are a beautiful human being. <laughs> I've been called a lot of things, and that's not one of them. Um, <laughs> but so, Phil Collins, yes, uh, you have picked... This is uh on my list of my favorite Phil Collins songs. Right. This is
2: what 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 are your five favorite Phil Collins songs?
0: Oh, can I only I can only pick five? Well, get, off the top of your head, give me off five. Off the top of my head, I wish it would rain down. Mm-hmm. This one, yeah. which we're gonna get to. Yeah. Um probably do you know, do you care? Great song. Because it's like proto space rock. Like it gets yeah. into some like yeah. really atmospheric stuff. Yeah. Um and then, God damn, like there's just so many. I know, I know. This, you got to get some stuff from Genesis too in there, perhaps? Yep, I would. I, I, uh,
2: what's, a song he played at the show that just killed me when I saw it. He played... Uh, follow um, You, Follow Me? No. Um, it's off of... Uh, this is now compelling radio. <laughs> Need <laughs> I say I love you? Need I say I care? Oh, throwing it all Stro- away! Throwing it all away! Yeah. God, just love that song from Invisible Touch. Reminds me of uh, a girlfriend I had in, in high school, Ooh. and I broke up with her, and I regretted Ooh. it immediately. Ooh. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. I was surprised. That's kind of a Genesis deep cut, yeah. I guess, in a sense. In yeah. um, Into deep. That's a good one. That's another really that's good one. With the same album.
2: There's some really good stuff from like uh, Duke and and yeah. Uh, uh, the of early, early, the early, the early-ish Phil Collins era, yeah, yeah. But so, and by the way, all those pe- those Genesis people who want to uh, uh, disparage the go. Phil Collins here era, go. here we go. Yeah, come, come, at, come me. at me. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, there's the stuff they did after Peter Gabriel is every bit as good as the stuff they did before. <laughs> I say this with with wow. Uh, wow. with uh, wow. determination and.
0: But yes. so you, uh, you have picked. What is the proper closing track off of No Jacket Required? Right. because there is the CD bonus track, but I it's, had it, but the, that's a coda. I had the LP when yep. I was a kid, yep. so this is the closing track that I know. Take me home. Take me home. Did yeah. you know? Do you know that this song is kind of inspired by One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest?
2: You know, it's funny because I I knew this song
0: backwards
2: for years before I knew that that was it was about you yeah. know someone in a, a loony bin. Yeah. I uh and and and, and it, I I I had I had internalized it so much I, so that I it doesn't it just sort of bounced off. I,
1: mean, I know. Same for me. Yeah. Like I
0: I read that. I don't know when I read that. Yeah. But I was like, that doesn't change how I feel about this at all. Not like at this all. Is, this again. This is like when he you don't have to go that hard, but you do yeah. anyway. Right. This is yeah. This is something. Yeah. Um, um. So why did of all the is this your favorite Phil Collins song?
2: It's one of two or three. Okay, what are um, your others? Don't let them steal your heart away. Okay, and and uh, I actually really really like the Coda on. Okay, on, uh, Oh, jacket uh, required. On, on yeah, we said hello goodbye. Yeah, um, and yeah, those are those are those are the ones that I okay. like the best. Okay, throwing it all away. If you get want to get into Genesis, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff too. But, um, Phil, you know, I just, uh, Phil. I found, discovered Phil uh, when We Said Hello Goodbye came out when I was mm-hmm. like 13. Okay.
0: And that also has I Don't Care Anymore on it, which is a brazen opening track. What
2: a great I Hate Everybody song. I just love that Just one song. of the best fuck you songs of all time. I love that song. I
0: love that it starts with the gated reverb on the percussion and it never stops. Right, And right. he is just unrelenting. Right. The other thing I I,
2: I love about that uh, that song specifically is it sort of is the blueprint for 80s drum machines <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of uh, of the decade <laughs> but that's the best use of it <laughs> yeah um um anyway so phil phil when i was in high school man yeah yeah it was not cool to like phil collins yeah we've talked at length yeah. about this and i i always been a proudly unapologetic phil collins same same there's nothing
0: to apologize it's not even a guilty pleasure yeah no he makes good pop music he he, great pop music he's very diverse as (laughs) a performer yes
2: and he he he, he was an incredible musician he can't play the drums he can't play anything anymore no he he even has to sit down now when he's performing Mm -hmm. which makes me very sad
0: because his spine is messed up
1: Yeah,
2: yeah it's messed up and you know he's he's had the same sort of uh crazy brain situation that that you and i both deal with and, <laughs> yeah you know he's got this weird obsession with the alamo he does which is just you know yeah, i love that
0: so the only song that he stands for during the concerts is um in the air tonight well and, and as why, one does why wouldn't he yeah right
2: so he can turn around look at his son while well, his son plays the most famous drum fill in history yeah
0: it's wild though because like he stands up and you can, I think he's in like a lot of pain when he's performing it and he yeah. uses it and like they run wow. this uh they run this like reverb on his voice the whole time. Yeah. So it like oscillates through the whole song. Cool. And it just gets and you know that the drum fill is coming. Like yeah. I was waiting for it the whole time. Right. And then it happens and it's still surprising. Like it's still like you're like that I watched that occur and I'm hearing that and like the lighting like is in time with it and it was just like a wild moment. And I you're hurting me. I'm sorry, I don't I don't wanna bring this I didn't want to bring this up and be like, yo, there is there the are myself Phil Collins, There are so
2: many concerts that I have let go by that I do not regret. That is one of the very, very few that just causes me pain.
0: He closed with this, as he should. But it, it was still cathartic. Yeah. But it's the arrangement was a little different. Really? Yeah. Well,
2: has he had to drop the key?
0: Um, he's dropped the key, but that's less noticeable than like the little the thing that I love so much about the album version of this song is the glitchy synthesizer. (laughs) Yeah, like that is iconic.
2: It is. You know, you want to talk iconic, man? You get you get the. Bump a dump a bump right the the drums and then that first the the DMX bells man that's yeah. that's about as 1985 as you're gonna yeah, get yeah. but that that first that boom I uh-huh. oh my god I just I always just feel a little bit better every time I hear that so
0: but he the arrangement is just different because I don't know if they can like exactly recreate yeah. the same tightness of that sure. so. There's like this long intro with like some wordless singing from he and his backup singers because he was, okay. like a little cavalcade of backup singers uh-huh. with him, uh-huh. and then they get into it. But it's like the glitchy thing is gone, and it's just like a little different. You can tell it's the same song still. It's not like oh, what are they doing? It just like it it still hit, mm-hmm. but it didn't hit the same way. Yeah, yeah, as. Well, if you when you like when I'm in the car, in my feelings, right. and this is all the way up, Right. and you just want to like scream, cry, right. yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. There's a warmth to this song, at least on on this recording, yeah. that you, I don't think you find anywhere else, and and I, I I would imagine it gets lost in in a live performance in an arena. Um, I mean, the target. and, and if a you're not intimate setting, and if you're not if you're not 13 14 15 16 years old when you're hearing it too there's probably something I like I can just you know I can channel
0: my inner 16 year old and go yeah. right back to the yeah. song
2: yeah you know yeah oh, Phil I love this song it's so good yeah. you
0: once you told me that you had hot takes about his reissue series and we never had that conversation you know I was very bitter
2: during when the, when the reissues came up but he's he actually has fixed it um there was one song. That I wanted reissued on the No Jacket Required uh, album called The Man with the Horn. Uh-huh. That was not on there. It was a B side. It was a B side to uh, One More Night.
0: Okay, that's a that is a good slow oh, jam. Oh God, that's a good. That whole album,
2: it's just yeah. It used to be. I I used to call it my all time favorite album. It's no longer, but it, it it's 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 on the list somewhere. And and it, the other thing, the other uh, uh, thing I. I I don't didn't like about the reissue was that in an interview, he said that he just doesn't feel very good about no jacket required. He doesn't like the album very well, which makes me very sad because that's of all of his albums. That's, that's absolutely my favorite. Well, that's also arguably
0: his most successful.
2: I think it, yeah, it, that's the one that launched him into superstardom and maybe that's why he doesn't like it because after he became the superstar, Things sort of went sideways for him a little bit. We
0: did both read his memoir. We
2: did. We did. It was fine. It was fine.
0: Here's my thing with music... And you read a lot of music books, don't you? Yes, I do. That's pretty much all I read. (laughs) Here's my thing with um, musicians writing memoirs. Yeah. A lot of the times, they're incredible storytellers. A lot of the times, they're not very good writers. And I feel like Phil Collins... Great storyteller, a lot of stories to tell, not as great of a writer.
2: Also, a lot of the time, they reveal themselves to be narcissistic as hell. Yes. Yes. And- and There's a little bit of that. There's some narcissism in that book. Yeah. It, what What was missing from that book, except for little snippets, was I wanted him to talk about the songs- I wanted him to talk oh, about. Oh yeah, you know, it was
0: more about how he was, you know, they're, they're, a bit of a Lothario. Yeah, yeah, and and you know how how
2: you know how he got divorced and then he got married and then he got divorced and then he got married and then he got divorced. and He loves his kids and he grew up and
0: and then he became a late in life alcoholic. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, and okay, great. But I want I want tell me about what the hell were you thinking with Susudio, But
0: <laughs> just say the word. Oh. <laughs>
2: Did you really steal Sasudio from Prince?
0: You should um, write a thirty-three and a third book about. No, I required. Absolutely, I should pitch it to. Them. I have,
2: I have, I have thought about this more than one occasion. Actually, people yeah. would,
0: people would fuck with that. I'm sure they. Oh, of course they would. <laughs>
2: But it'd be you know, it'd be a couple hundred bucks in my pocket. I would take that. So,
0: you know. <laughs> I always wonder if I was going to write a 33, 33 and a third book about something kind of idiosyncratic. What it would be? What would you? I don't know. I don't know what I would do because there, like, there's a lot of. I don't. I would have to pick some kind of a borderline obscure album that had a big impact on me. I, I,
2: I have to believe there isn't a, a thirty three and a third book about.
0: Hi, Ted. Ted, do you want to say something? No, no? Ted, Ted's not interested. That's okay. Um, is there anything else? You, well, that was it. That was your five songs. Yeah. The time goes by so quickly. It's amazing, especially when you don't have a list of like twelve songs.
2: I was so worried that I wasn't going to have anything to say. You had so music. much to say, it's and crazy. this is how
0: it works. I yeah. try to make people comfortable. Yeah. They open up. Yeah. Well, you we know, we got a cat. You're, we got. You're,
2: you're very inviting. You're one of the. You're a. Bu- you're a beautiful human being. Oh my
0: gosh! Such flattery coming from this one over here. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to tell the podcasting audience? about you your tunes anything any final thoughts oh i should this is a question that i ask every guest sometimes i forget i try to i i I forget sometimes and i sometimes i ask it and i say you don't have to answer now Then we never get back to it Mm. what is your earliest musical memory wow yeah wow wow coming Um, through right at the end
2: (laughs) probably sitting in Greg Westergreen's living room when I was in about third grade listening to Kiss Alive 2.
0: Okay. All right. That's fine. Maybe. That's good. Maybe. That's pretty specific. I like that. First album I bought with
2: my own money was uh, Billy Joel's Glass Houses.
0: I'm, so, I'm also surprised that there was no Billy Joel on your list. There's also no Bruce Springsteen on this. Uh, I mean, there's there,
2: Had I had I had... Had I known that I was able to pick another
0: five. Had you ever listened to any other episode of the podcast. Had I I bothered to do any research. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I think five is the minimum. I would
2: have called you up and like, hey, how come everyone else gets ten, but I only get five? I I don't understand.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, you can you could have picked more, but that's okay. Yeah, you like the boss. I love And you love Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. There's also
2: Dylan. Oh, (laughs) there would have been some Neil Young. Yeah. On there? There's a lot of things. that you. That's I, and, okay. and just that's to okay. be a jerk, I would have picked like a 12-minute Neil Young that's song. That's okay. Or something. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. We're not going to play the whole thing. Oh, well, then I wouldn't have picked it. <laughs> <laughs> you either listen to all of Cortez the Killer or you don't listen to it at all. No. Right? Okay. Okay.
0: Any? Do you have any closing remarks that you'd like to make before you roll bounce? No. Peace. Okay. Um, thank you for being a guest on the show and Thank taking, for taking the time to share your stories and pick some tunes and, and chat about them. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks. Yeah. This was fun. <laughs> I'm glad. Okay. <laughs>